0: This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or for His glory ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for everything that you want to say to us, Lord, and I just pray that you will open our hearts and our minds, Uh, that you will anoint me with the Holy Spirit, and that I will speak your truth with love. We thank you for your word. We thank you for Ephesians, and uh, we just pray that you will do a mighty work in our lives. We love you, and we praise you, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I think it's challenging when we're going to start a brand new year that there's there's all kinds of things that are happening emotionally right we're we're thinking about what we just came through and and all of us know that 2020 was was very challenging and certainly not what we expected we're kind of ruminating over what um, 2020 was like we're wondering and have these expectations of what 2021 is going to be like and we're wanting things to be different. We're wanting this fresh slate, this new start. And so I really believe that these, these first couple of weeks of, of the new year are challenging. Uh, sometimes we're grieving what could have happened. We're grieving um, what should have happened last year. And we're, I would say, almost fearful about what is coming. and and what we can expect. And and not a whole lot has changed uh, between December 31, 1159 and January 1, 2021. Not a lot has changed. We still are dealing with COVID-19. We're still dealing with people that have had to shut down their businesses. We're still dealing with families uh, that are struggling and communities that are struggling and so as we're starting off this new year there's lots of emotions there's lots of feelings that we're feeling and I wonder what it would have been like if we would have had this letter that we could have read back in 2019 uh, saying oh by the way I think you need to stock up on toilet paper oh by the way I think you better buy some extra supplies oh by the way it's gonna be a challenging year and if we would have had some kind of warning if we if we would have had some kind of letter that we could have read that would have prepared us well maybe we wouldn't have been so surprised maybe we would have had um, just tougher skin like we would have said well we knew something was coming and so this is how we, we, should have, um, we should have prepared. I think if we were to go in to this year, 2021, with that same preparation of what we read in Ephesians, I think it'll be different. I, I think we'll um, be more equipped for what could come and we'll be better prepared uh, to fight against the battle that we seem to be fighting today. I mean, we talked about that last year. We talked about how to live in this broken world, and while we're living here, it is a battle. And, and we're not fighting against flesh and bone. We're fighting against supernatural principalities. We're fighting against evil. We're fighting against Satan. And all of the, the ways that, that that comes to us each day, in a battle. What I love about Paul as he is sitting in prison writing to the people of Ephesus, he's he's kind of telling them this is what you should be doing this is how you should be living this is what you should be prepared for and if we can take this letter and apply it to our lives then 2021 will be a much different year I believe than 2020 if for any other reason other than we will be more prepared and will be ready to fight so if we look right away in Ephesians 1 it's talking about Thanksgiving and prayer it's it's talking about um, how Paul is praying for the Ephesus people the, the, the people to have wisdom and revelation so that they will know, that the eyes of their heart may be opened and enlightened, and um, that they will believe. And, And far above all, rule and authority, power and dominion in every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And describing how God has placed everything under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. And what he's saying is that everything, everything that we experience is subject to the name of Jesus and that we are to send it to his feet. Sometimes we get caught up in these daily battles and we're trying to handle them in our own strength. But what Paul is telling the people is that everything we experience is, is subject to the name of Jesus and that we ourselves don't have to deal with it in our own strength, but we can send it to His feet and, and we can be conquerors in Christ. As we go into um, chapter two, Paul is saying, because of His great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. And it is by grace that we have been saved. When we think about uh, what we do and how we live each day, and and some days it's filled with regret, filled with um, should haves and would haves, and and what if we would have done this differently? And Paul is telling them that we are alive in Christ, and that our transgressions are dead to us when we give those over to Jesus, when we ask Him to forgive us for our sins he, he goes on to say how um, and he was writing it for this time obviously that there's this new new humanity and that Jew and Gentile are one in Christ and that we're all one um, big family and we just talked about that right um, in December we talked about how we are all a part of the same family tree we're all believers in Christ and he's, he's saying that all of us are brothers and sisters, whether you're Jew, whether you're Gentile, whether you're Christian Reformed or Pentecostal or Baptist or Evangelical. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ. And we all need to love each other and, um, and do life together. It's talking about a prayer that he has um for the ephesians and he and he starts in verse 14 for this reason i kneel before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name i pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and i pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. How many times last year did we feel unloved? Did we feel that um, we couldn't go on? Did we feel that somehow God had forgotten us? Those are all lies from the enemy. And when we start off a year believing that the Lord will strengthen us and equip us and we want him to dwell in our hearts and we need to remember how big the love of Jesus is for us, that's a foundation that we can stand on. And that's how we enter into a new year. He goes on to tell us in in chapter 4, the unity and maturity in the body of Christ. And he says, as a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace when we look back to 2020 there were many times where there was these tensions that we experienced um, between uh, different political parties and, and different groups of people and we segregated ourselves from one another in, and lashed out at one another in fear and in protest and in hatred And if we can start off this new year grabbing hold of the unity of the body of Christ and that to do all of that, we need to be humble. We we need to be patient. We need to be gentle and we need to bear with one another in love. We are different, all of us. And the one thing that can unite us is Jesus Christ. And that. That feeling of of unitedness is is what will help us um, carry each other through when we have differences of opinion, when we have different ways of looking at things. And we need to remember that. Love needs to be at the foundation of, of where we're standing. He goes on to talk about instructions for Christian living. And he tells us, starting in... Verse 22, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. I used to... um, Thinking about a brand new year. I used to make all of these new year's resolutions, right? I would say well, I need to lose five pounds. I need to uh, To spend more time with my family I need to have a better attitude uh, on on this particular subject Um, Maybe you have come up with some new year's resolutions that you want to do in this coming year. But what I love about this is it's like we are remembering that we are renewed in Christ. And to do that, we have to put off our former way of life, which is uh, a lot of times us living in the flesh and having these desires of the flesh that, that we need to put to death. And that we need to be renewing our mind with new, uh, renewed attitudes and um, to be more like Christ. And this is a great reminder as we start this new year that we can always return. Every morning when we get up is a brand new opportunity for us to put off our old self and to put on new clothes to be more like Jesus Christ. And I love how Paul talks about that and, um, and the importance of, this, of that in this letter that he is giving to the Ephesian people. He's also saying, Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. It's it's more a confirmation that to live in this broken world, we need to be like Christ and we need to be kind and compassionate to one another. Dearly loved children and we need to walk in the way of love. Later in, um, in five, he says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. We've we talked about this last year how we cannot live in the world and and as the world expects us to live right uh, believing the lies and and trying to live uh, pleasing to other people and to the trends and and to the popular things and um, and fall into the ways of the world. Paul is telling us that. Um, that we have to separate ourselves from the world and that we need to be thankful to the Lord for everything that we have and that we have to be careful and be wise, which is a great reminder for us as we are stepping into this new year. And finally, finally he goes in to what I believe is one of the most important parts of Ephesians. And he's talking about The armor of God so through chapters 1 through 5 he's telling us how to live how do we step out each day and live in chapter 6 it's telling us how do we fight how do we fight while we're living in this broken world and um, it starts in verse 10 finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. If we could have gone into last year um, thinking about these things that Paul is telling us in God's Word, would it have changed 2020 at all, maybe not what came our way, but it might've changed the way we handled things. It might've changed the way we fought. I know for me, I really felt that a lot of 2020 was this, this battle that we were fighting, that there was this blanket that the enemy put over the world and that blanket was fear. And out of that fear came isolation and depression and anxiety. And it didn't matter who you spoke to, everyone experienced it. Everyone was afraid and wondering what was going to come. But Paul is telling us that we have this opportunity, right? That God gave us tools to fight while we were living In this broken world and that we have the full armor of God that we can put on every day does this change what we're experiencing I believe it does it gives us the strength that we need to fight against what Paul is telling us that we're really fighting against we're not fighting against Um, flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces. So what do we do each day when we get up in the morning? We need to put on this full armor of God. And it needs to be when we get up and our feet hit the floor that we are putting these things on and starting our day this way. And it's us saying, I will put on the helmet of salvation to protect my head. I will not listen to the lies of the enemy and only believe God's truth. I will put on the breastplate of righteousness, which covers my heart and other vital organs. It protects against Satan's accusations. I will guard my heart. I will put on the belt of truth which holds all the other pieces in place. I will believe in God's scriptural truth and not the lies from the enemy. I will put on the shoes of the gospel, grounding myself in the gospel of peace. I will pick up the shield of faith, which extinguishes all of the flaming arrows from the evil one. And I commit that I will grow my faith and this shield. And finally, I will pick up the sword of the spirit, which is God's word and fight against the enemy and all of his lies. I wonder if. If we would have, you know, thought about this going into 2020, what our battles would have looked like. The thing is, is that we can't go back. We can't go back to last year, nor do I'm sure any of us want to, and redo the things, the missed opportunities, the things that we wish we could do differently and and maybe would change the outcome for some of us. Maybe last year um, your family didn't make it. Maybe being confined altogether and all of the challenges, um, you're not together today. Maybe last year you lost your business and you had to completely change um, your resources and and how you are looking at uh, navigating this year maybe you spiraled down to a place where uh, depression sat in and and you struggled day in and day out with all of those feelings and uncertainties and the anxiousness and it put you in a really bad place and you're you're hoping that 2021 will be different i'm here to tell you that we have no idea what is going to happen this coming year and it and it could be challenging. It could be harder than last year. None of us know that. But if we can be prepared, if we can enter off into this year um, thinking about the things that Paul wrote to the Ephesians, um, thinking about how we need to be standing on a solid foundation of love and peace and forgiveness and faithfulness and that we are alive in Christ and dead to our transgressions that we can be um, united and and mature as the body of believers that we can uh, take into heart and live out each day all of the instructions that he gives us for Christian living and if we can get up every morning and put on that full armor of God and fight against the enemy. Well, I'm here to tell you that there will be a different outcome for us. That we will, um, we will win. That that we will be carried through to 2022, God willing. That that we will have more joy and more peace and. And feel God's love in real and tangible ways when we are following him and and we're not just allowing the world to hit us blow after blow day after day with with what's happening in the world this letter to the Ephesians is a letter to us that's why it's in the Bible to equip us and help us and navigate this broken world. My prayer as we start off 2021, not knowing what will come, not knowing what's um, going to happen and whether or not this year will look any differently than last year. My prayer for all of us is that we will be better equipped and that we will stand on God's word for our foundation of truth And that we will put on that full armor of God every day and fight and win. Amen. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you that um, you've uh, given it to us, Lord, so that we can pull it into our hearts and our minds, Lord, and stand firmly planted on it, Lord, each day. Trusting and believing that you go before us and prepare a way, and that you give us what we need to fight. And I just pray for each person watching today, each person listening, Lord, that they will put on the full armor of God and fight every day, and that um, that you will walk with them, that you will strengthen them, and that you will give them their joy. We thank you for today. We thank you for this opportunity to come together in community. And I just pray a special blessing over each person, Lord, as, as they start this new week. We love you, and we praise you, and we ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus, who saves. Amen. I want to leave you with a song today. I pray that it will touch your heart, and that um, as you listen to the words, that you will remember that, um, that God loves us that he is good and unchanging and that we are his children and that um, as we go through each day uh, there will there's going to be ups and downs and challenges but no matter what no matter what we go through god is faithful god is the same every day and that he loves us and until next time be blessed thanks so much for joining me today Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.